Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I wanted to share with you just a little bit, a uh, little information about one of the requirements for an E2 visa, and that requirement is the intent to depart. This is an important uh, requirement that is part of the E2 process. So, my name is Isol Verdane. I'm the uh, founding and managing attorney at Verdine Law Firm. And I'm just excited to bring you this information as I am very excited always about E2 visas and helping clients uh, just realize that objective. Uh, there are many components to the E2 visa and one of those components is to eat the uh, intent to depart uh, requirement. Now this requirement is found in the regulations and the policies incorporate the regulations very clearly that an E2 applicant investor or an E2 uh, executive or central employee must show that they intend to depart at the completion of the E2 status. So we know we have to follow it, so how do we establish it? That's what I'm going to talk to you about today. So typically, the government uh, official, either the consular officer or the USCIS officer reviewing your case, they will look uh, to they will be very generous with this requirement in my experience. So what I've seen is that a simple statement, a declaration from the applicant indicating that they intend to depart at the completion of the E2 status is sufficient. So that means essentially writing um, a letter to the government indicating that you will depart the United States or that you intend to leave upon the completion of the E2 status. So um, typically they just uh, clients or applicants will write a simple statement to that effect. Now, generally that is sufficient. So at a minimum, you should submit that. However, in certain cases, there's, certain, there's a little pushback from the consular officer and the officer will use this uh, requirement to push back on the case. Maybe there are other reasons and they're simply using this requirement to push back potentially. But if the applicant wants to provide additional information beyond just a statement, what they should consider submitting to support uh, the, the argument or support the requirement that they will depart upon the completion of the E2 status, they can show that they have ties to the home country. Ties simply means business property, or commercial property or residential property, some sort of tie, a property tie is great piece of evidence. In addition, you can show family ties, like relatives that live in the home country. Uh, just submitting maybe a birth certificate or like a family tree of, of the family members that remain in the home country or evidence of property ownership in the home country. So both of those types of ties, property or family, would be great pieces of evidence to support that you intend to depart the United States upon completion of the E2 status. Now, it's the policies are clear that it's not a requirement for the applicant to keep their property in the home country. So if the officer says, well, you still, you don't own any property or you sold all your property in your home country, well, that alone is not a reason to, to deny you because the policies clearly say that the applicant can sell their property but if you haven't sold it and you do have your property still in the home country, well, then I would, I would submit that as evidence that you will intend to depart the U.S. upon the completion of the E2 status. These are ideas. Again, with careful planning and thoughtful consideration to all the requirements, a person can have a great application for an E2 visa.